Hi, and welcome to the Scenic Root Podcast. This is the show for building a successful and sustainable business on your terms. My name is Jen, and I'm a rebranding sociologist with a soft spot for rhubarb pie. Each week, I'll strive to expand your branding, business expertise, and mindset capacity. I'm so excited you're here, and now let's get into today's episode. Hi. In this very first episode of the Scenic Root Podcast, we're going to dive in into what is the Scenic Root and how moving on the Scenic Root has helped me to have my most profitable year in business yet. So buckle up, it's going to be a really cool time together. So how it kind of started with having this idea of the Scenic Root. So I want you to picture this with me. My partner and I, we did a trip a couple of years back. We went to California and we wanted to do like a road trip. And although it's not that long ago, it feels like a million years ago. It was before COVID, it was before we had kids. So it feels really long ago. And the moments when I look up, when I look back, when I remember the trip, the moments that are so clearly etched into my brain, and give me all these like, oh, that was such an amazing trip vibes and feelings. It's not like our trip up to Interstate 5 from LA to Monterey. It was like all these little glorious moments driving down the ocean, the ocean highway down to San Luis Obispo. It was like looking at the lone pine tree. It was standing up and looking down at the Julia Piper Burns waterfall or like having my toes in the purple sands at the Piper Beach. Like all these little memories are still, those are the ones that I, that my brain remembers. And those are the ones that have, that cause somatic reactions in my body when I think of them. So it's not about it wasn't about getting from A to B, but it was like what happened on the way from A to B. That's kind of like the scenic route and how when you travel, all the best memories and all the stories you're going to tell your friends and your family and your kids are stories from the, when you took the scenic route, when you took the detour, when you ended up in the middle of nowhere on like an Irish country lane and you discover the most amazing hidden away beach. And it's hardly ever stories from the motorway, the interstate, the highway, and that one pit stop there. Although there is one, there's always one story I like to tell about like driving on the highway and that's in Italy. So how you can get, even at the worst, shittiest gas stations, you can get amazing espresso. But the stories that gave you all these warm, fuzzy feelings. For me, those are stories that happen while traveling on the scenic road. So that's kind of like how the name came to be. And it's part of, I choose the scenic route in my business too. And, uh, and to some extent, it kind of found me. Like, I remember I had a coach at the time and like, okay, but what happens if you go from, a to B, like if you reach what you want to reach, what if you happen to have that goal, reaching that goal you're trying so desperately to, to get, as, get there as fast as possible, 
what does it mean? And I mean, I know for a lot of people, that's like the first 100K or the first house or the 250K revenue or like the half million, the million, whatever it is. It's not about the goal itself, but it's what we think of ourselves to be true when we reach those goals, right? It's the like, oh, if I have that 100K revenue, then I'm a legitimate entrepreneur. Like it's always the kind of like if then, and that's like like a really tricky illusion, a tricky illusionary game to play. And there's even a name for that. It's called the arrival fallacy. And it's the term that coins like the illusion that once we made it, once we attain our goal, that we will reach lasting happiness or that we reach whatever we want so desperately to believe about ourselves. And often it is happiness, right? Like, oh, if then I feel happy. But it's also like it can show up in a myriad of teeny tiny ways. Like I will feel ready if I do this online course. I'll be ready to talk to people about what I sell if my website is in place. Like there are a gazillion little things where you're kind of like, oh, wait, what am I actually doing here? So that was kind of like, well, how can I like apply that if we look at it, right? Like, I mean, if even, and that's the mean thing about like the arrival fallacy illusion that once you reach it, if you reach it, once you reach it, you realize, oh, wait, I'm not that happy. I'm not that successful. I don't believe now that I've made it, that I'm worthy, that I'm lovable, that I'm whatever. Like it doesn't just like, it's not a logical if then kind of situation that works if you're programming computer because you're not a computer. And your subconscious clearly and surely isn't. So the mean thing then what happens is you're kind of, you have a double-edged sword. Not only will you not feel what you want to feel, or it's a very fleeting feeling and it's gone just like in the blink of an eye, but you will also have lost the hope that if you achieve something, you will start to feel differently. So that can really like get out of control quickly. Like there are some people then who set themselves bigger goals we're like, oh, okay, so the 100K didn't do it. Maybe the 250K will do it. That's could potentially is one quick spiral into burnout. But what if you're like, wait a minute, I'm not waiting for something to happen and for something else, something arbitrary that I've said that I've attached meaning and goals to it to determine how I feel. So what if I decide to feel what I want to feel every day? And that sounds like very, very simple. But I've realized in myself and with all of my clients, we have a hard time listening to our feelings, being able to identify them correctly, and then applying them into action. Like, okay, what kind of concrete actions that can help me move on and get from where I would like to go. So I kind of decided then, okay, if 
on one hand, I don't really want to reach to the end, to the end goal as fast as possible. Because, well, what happens next? If it's the end, like the end goal, it might literally be the end. Like, what is there else to achieve? Like, the more is more is more. Like, I've given up on that a long time ago because I know it's not healthy for me. It's not healthy for our environment, for our ecosystem, for for everyone. So instead of waiting for this arbitrary thing to give me to, to legitimate what I want to feel, I can just give this feeling to myself. So now there's a little backstory to my corporate history. You kind of need to know. I had, right after I graduated university... Um, in my first uh, job after graduating, I had a mat, like I had a big burnout. Uh, that's a story for another day. But that was um, so. Ever since, I am slow. I, I'm always taking another step in recovery, and I'm always kind of like seeing how it shows up in different ways. So even that's like more than ten years ago now. It still can show up. Um, and I'm mentioning it because it was a very important point in kind of like how I measure time almost. Like there was a before and an after. The before me kind of had Lady Luck always on her shoulder. Like that unshakable knowing that no matter what, things will turn out, things will be good. And the me after that cut was like, yeah, well, what if, I don't know, something bad happens and then something bad happens on top of something bad. So that is also a side effect of burnout. But anyway, that's not like topic for another day. But important to know, because probably we'll reference it throughout the podcast. So ever since I've slowly recovered from that, I realized, okay, like I, I started to piece together what is good for me and what isn't. And when I, like I did a couple of stints at agencies and uh, on the corporate side and started my own business in 2017 with a lot of ideas um, how I wanted it to be. And quickly realized, oh, um, I, there are so many like cool people I admire who are doing this work longer than me, who are self-employed longer than me. And they have really great ideas on how I can get the success, how I can reach that level of success they're having too. And it was really like, yeah. I mean, I'm sure some of you are like, oh yeah, I know how that story ends. And yeah, it's really, there were some rough patches in that. And I paid my dues. And I had, like, I've built a successful business. Only kind of like to realize, yeah, this is not really, mm, this is not exactly what I want to do. This doesn't feel good. So I was like, should I just burn this all to the ground? Like, no. Uh, way um so I was really mm, I just realized something was off and it wasn't before because I had the burnout experience 
I knew it wasn't burnout, but it I just really didn't feel aligned at all. And of course, um, that was not just with the business, like everything came together in 2019, 2020. Um, obviously, we had COVID, um, but I I became a new mom in 2019. I got a lot of health complications with birth, and I was diagnosed afterwards with chronic illnesses like endometriosis and adenomyosis. So there was a lot of things coming together where I'm like, also, okay, I purposely don't want to go full speed from A to B because it's just not sustainable for me, for my health, for my family. And this business I've built, it's not designed or not built really to for the lifestyle I want. It's built for success, sure, like financial success, but it wasn't really built to take in all of me or the parts that are new. So I decided I wanted to build something that is simpler, that is gentler, and most of all, more joyful. And really also the the freedom I wanted to have when I first started out, but I was so willingly to give up for another coach's blueprint or strategy hack or whatever it was. So for 2021, it was the first time I decided I'm not going to set a goal for myself for the year, because that's another thing. And I'm sure we're going to talk about this on another episode, like traditional goal setting in the sense of I'm going to make this amount of revenue this year in this period of time. It doesn't work for me and it doesn't work for a lot of people. Um, I'd say there are two types of people, people who are motivated by those goals, people who are like, nope, not having any of this. So I decided not to work with any classical goal in that sense, but I decided to focus on a feeling. So for 2021, I've decided to feel more joy in my business. And to really let the feeling of joy use it to make my decisions, to really anchor it in and use it as a marker to say yes or no. And the thing is, it doesn't have to be like for me, it was joy, but it doesn't have to be joy for you at all. It could be freedom or bliss or meaningfulness. creativity like it could be anything but what the key thing was I used this this feeling this this marker I anchored it in like I first started to discover how I feel when I feel joyful how good it makes people in my in my family in my my circle feel if I feel joyful what the ripple effects of me feeling joyful are and I used it to okay whenever there was a decision to make from which newsletter tool to use to should I say yes to this client should I say no to this client what should I post like should I do TikTok videos whatever it was I asked myself okay does this feel joyful to me and I would if I would be yeah 
could be, I would be willing to try, to try one time and then check in with me, check in with myself, check in with my body and actually feel, did that really make me joyful or didn't it? Was it an illusion that I thought this would make me joyful? So step by step, I discovered what would be feel joyful to me, what would make me feel expansive. So by focusing on that, on that feeling joyfulness, I gave myself permission to not wait until I've reached something to feel joyful, but to feel joyful now because I deserve to feel joyful. And not so surprisingly enough for some people who are well-versed in how mindset and subconscious works, 2021 was my most successful year to date in terms of revenue, in terms of profitability rate, like it was wild. And although there was COVID and there were a lot of things where I could have said, yeah, a lot, like, of course, it's a slow year because of, and just simply by deciding, oh, I'm not going to focusing on a revenue goal. Oh, I'm just going to focus on me feeling joyful in my business and how I could achieve that and use it as a marker, as a compass to guide me through decisions, I closed in at 185K revenue, which was like, whoa, to me. And it still is because it's a big number, regardless of what seven, eight, nine figures entrepreneurs will tell you. So I want to end this podcast with a couple of questions that you can ask yourself and some reminders of what we've talked today that it's about the journey it's about slowing down and being more attentive to what is happening on the scenic road to be more gentle and kind and not rushing from a to b just for the sake of it and don't mistake it for unsuccessful because it isn't don't mistake the scenic route for slow you can still do sprints on this on the scenic route you can still drive fast but it's a different intention behind it right like you can still work long hours if you want to but the intention behind it is different so i kind of what i've asked myself and what I want to end this episode with for you to, for some food for thought is if the journey to get you where you want to go, if the journey sucks and if the journey is not worth it, like can the destination be ever be? And to get you from A to B, like at what expense Will you, will you reach that destination? Like, I'm sure every one of you is capable of big things and a short time frame. But what is the expense? Like I know I could power through to get something done over a period of time, but it would be at the expense of my health. Um, it could potentially be at the expense of my relationships. I don't want that. And the last question to really always ask yourself is, what are you willing to do? And 
I'm not explicitly not talking about sacrificing because I don't ever want you. That's martyrdom. We're not here for this. But what are you willing to do? Right? That's something that comes up with my coaching clients a lot. They're like, oh, like they have these grand ideas of always like showing up on Instagram, for example, every day of the week. And my typical question is always, and they know this, they would be like, yeah, is what are you willing to do? Like, if you want to become Instagram famous, what are you willing to do to get there? And it's okay if you're doing something or you're not doing something, but the more interesting bit is behind what is your attention, why you're doing something or why you're not doing something. If you're not doing something because you just be like, fuck this shit. This doesn't feel joyful or expansive, whatever. Don't do it. But if you're feeling like, if there's a chance that this is like an old story or an old belief that's causing you to not do something, check in with yourself. Okay. So thank you so much for joining me on this first episode. This is the Scenic Root Podcast. I hope there'll be many, many more episodes. So please go share that you've listened to, go share it on your favorite social media, tag me so I can see it, so we can talk about the scenic route and so we can talk about what those questions brought up for you and talk to your business friends about it so we can help spread this message to more people like you and me that there is another way to do business beside the grind and hustle and girl boss, whatever there's a different way to be on this journey and to be on this journey successfully without crapping on yourself. Thank you so much for listening to the Scenic Root Podcast. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode and that you can take something from it that feels right to you. I'd be so grateful if you could share the Scenic Root Podcast with others and leave a rating and review so we can introduce more people to the joy of taking the scenic route in business. As always, you can head over to scenicroutepodcast.com to check out all the links and resources from today's episode. Oh, and while you're there, don't forget to download my free email course, Intuitive Branding Invitation, to teach you how you can successfully tune into your own brand frequency and rediscover your brand's unique gifts, strengths, and talents. So thanks again. Talk soon.